welcome back with Renee and Rochelle. We've got another cracker for you today. So buckle up. Buckle up. Get ready. Put your car in, what is it? Drive and... I drive a manual, so... Yeah, so do I. <laughs> Put your car in first gear and slowly release the handbrakes and let's get ready to roll. All right, today's topic, we are going to be talking about fasting no, not the fasting where you lose heaps of weight and you're doing it for your health. Fasting that is spiritual fasting that builds the inner spiritual man within you. Absolutely. At the start of this year, so I think it was just before. It might have been like December, right before Christmas. It was just before Christmas. Or um, New Year or something Yeah, like that. me and my husband Pete, we came over to Renee and Andrew's house. While we were talking, Renee said really off the cuff, don't want to start the year the same as I did last year. Uh, so I'm going to fast. And when she said that, I, it just, it was like my spirit came alive. And so then I went and had Christmas with our family and we came back just before New Year's actually. And I was like, I think I need a fast too. I've never done it before. I've never even really, I don't know why I hadn't done it to be honest, but I just hadn't done it before. I hadn't really learned much about it. Yeah, I want to start the year really fresh. What have I got to lose? Like, I might as well just give it a go. So I did some reading and started to fast. And that's kind of, and I'm going to share more about my, I suppose, experience and what happened and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Anyway. And same with me. Like, I have never really fasted in, in the past in, like, you know, I grew up a church kid. My parents are missionaries and preachers and my grandparents and so on and so forth. And yet I could not, over the course of my life, sit back and go, yeah, I've actually fasted. Mm. And I could remember maybe two or three times in church life where people really even spoke about it or make yeah. a big deal about it. I don't ever remember. I got saved when I was 15 in a beautiful little Baptist church in New Zealand. I suppose at some stage I'll share more about my story. But in all that, I don't ever remember hearing. Mm. Look, I could have just been the teenager who wasn't really paying attention in the service. Um, but I don't ever remember hearing a message on fasting. No. Ever. And you know what? Christians are so in love with food. I'm sorry. And I'm, you know, me here. I'm one of them too. You don't have to look at, you don't have to look at me <laughs> and figure out what I struggle with. <laughs> but it's so true though. Like every Christian thing that you go to, there yeah. is food. Yeah. There is coffee and there is food. Two things I really love. But- too many, <laughs> too many pastors. I'm going to get in trouble. Have diabetes. Type two. Diabetes. <laughs> For heart attacks. We, we need a fast. We need a fast. Anyway. She's laughing because we're... Sorry, Lord. Sorry, Lord. Can you imagine going to a church event and it's like, um, we're going to be doing um, celery sticks and carrots and... Um, that's what we're going to be eating. Can you imagine going to church a bit, mate? I'm really sorry, but we're fasting today. <laughs> so um, there will be no The cafe is closed. closed. Um, you can have your coffee at the start of the service, only black with water. Um, and I'm sorry, there's no milk in the building. We are completely fasting. Can you imagine? Oh, my goodness. We, we maybe should have made this about gluttony instead of fasting. <laughs> Lord help oh, me. Lord. Lord help me. Okay, anyway. Okay. Um, mm. Can refocus. we just yeah, refocus? So, yeah. So, I had never fasted, never really heard much about it. And 
I think it was probably maybe about two years ago now, I came across someone else who they were actually doing a live broadcast, not a podcast. And they did this whole series for almost a month on fasting. And I thought that they were crackerjacks. Like I thought that they were absolute flippin' loonies. What in the world? But I guess that was a seed and it sat mm. with me for those couple yeah. of years. And some of the stuff that they said about, you know, you can go around the same mountain over and over again, or you can break this thing with fasting. You can, you know, you can get that momentum push through with fasting. Mm. It had sat there. And so I wanted to fast actually last New Year, but I couldn't because I had literally a six week old. So yeah, mums with newborns please give it a rest until your kid's a bit bigger. So that was why I started talking to Andrew probably in like November, like, hey, we got to get ourselves psyched up for this, mm. do this. We did a 21-day fast. wasn't for me. I didn't do a total fast because I still have to take my child to school. I have to look after the little one. I have to work a job and not like screw things up for my boss. So what I did was I did not eat between the hours of 6 a.m. and 6 p.m., which there is a fast in Judges if you want to go search it out for yourself where that was basically what they did. So I'm not a Muslim, not that I'm having a crack at anyone, but it's in the Bible. Go have a look. That's what I did. And then I have to admit that it got to the point where I was only eating the 6 p.m. meal because mm. I didn't want to get out of bed at 5 o'clock. That was literally me. That was literally me. I was like, I'm just fasting from 6. I mean, I would literally get to 6. I'm not kidding you. I The first few days, I was like looking at the clock and yes. I'm like, and then it would get to six o'clock and like i've already put like the toast in the toaster yes. 5.59 ready for it to pop at six o'clock and she's ready to go i don't think that's a really healthy way to think passing but anyway um <laughs> it's because i keep forgetting to get up yeah i'm like dang oh well get easier over time yeah. as well um which yeah. we can probably talk about that more but yeah so that was my it was actually my first fast why did you fast why did i fast i was tired of like getting to a point and feeling stuck and yeah. feeling like we're believing God for all these things. Yeah. We're doing all of these things that are the right things to do. We're serving in the church. We love the Lord. We're regularly attending church. We're tithing. We're giving offerings. You know, we're generous. You know, we're doing all the things that we could see in the Bible to do, but we weren't fasting. Yeah. And I mean, we pray. Absolutely. We pray. But I think there's a whole added dimension. What I learned in the experience anyway, was that when you're fasting, it, pushes your body down and that whole concept of you being a body soul and spirit your body starts freaking out like you said like it's 5:59, and you are waiting for the second hand to hit so that <laughs> you can eat your food sorry lord that- <laughs> It's true. Let's, let's, you know, let's be it honest. It is true. If you're listening and you're fasting, you've been there. Yeah, exactly. And so that changed my prayer dynamic. Yeah. 100%. And I've always enjoyed when I pray, I want to have a scripture to stand on and be like, Lord, I'm coming to remind you of oh, your word. Bible I've up. got my Bible here. Like, and I'm, I'm like, literally, sometimes literally like, Lord, your word says, and I'm like waving my Bible Come in on. the air like a crazy person. It took it to an extra dimension. And what I found was I also spent a lot more time just in praise while I was mm. fasting and just like yeah, wow. meditating on mm. the goodness of God, yeah, his incredible on. faithfulness yeah. and, and really reflecting back and looking at all of these points in my life where he has just had everything under control. And I thought that my world was crashing down at that point, but he was there, Yeah, you know, and he never left me, he never forsook me. And so being genuinely grateful for that mm. and spending time expressing that through praise. Yeah. Um, so my prayer definitely went to another level and it wasn't so difficult. For me, I was like, okay, 
read a bunch of scriptures and then um, I also listened to a message by a pastor called Ben Naitoko. He's a pastor on the Gold Coast and his church does fasting every single year. I've listened to a couple of his messages about fasting and they were, they were actually really incredible. So I fasted from six till six and at first I was like, I'm gonna do 40 days because like that's what Jesus did. And then I thought, I'm not Jesus, so I'm just going to do 21 days. Yeah, that's what we did. What I did was I wrote down, because I saw Renee do this, so I just copied her. I wrote down <laughs> 1 to 21, and every single day I prayed for someone or something. I was praying for my each of my family members. I was praying for my friends' businesses. I was praying for health, finances. Mm. Uh, I was praying for my family who don't know Jesus. I was just praying for everything. And because when I was listening to Ben Toko, um, his message, he talked about fasting, like praying your heavenly language. So I was like, I'm just going to be someone who just prays in tongues all the time. I don't know. It completely transformed my life. What transformed my life the most was just, God, I'm just going to seek you and I'm going to learn how to pray. I'm going to learn how to be a prayer warrior. Mm. And I just, I cannot tell you, there was moments where I'd be praying for my family, particularly like I was praying one day I was praying for my brother Josh and praying for him and the more that I prayed for him it's I was like weeping and then Pete like mm-hmm. my husband Pete's like what the heck is going on because I'm like yeah like praying like so loud <laughs> I was getting real passionate and I just it's just like God gave me this heart for my family and like I've never had before previous to fasting part of the reason why I wanted to do it was there was just some things that I just couldn't shake Mm. being really vulnerable there was a moment i think it was just before christmas i was so overwhelmed went to the shopping center and before i got out of the car i just sat on my car and cried and when i started fasting and praying it was like almost within an instant all that stickiness and that weird feeling and that i don't know disillusionment maybe just went away and it's like hope hope was the thing that i was seeing joy came out of me Mm. it was really really beautiful some really cool things that happened with me was i for the fourth day and I felt like God had said to me, hey, um, I've answered everything that you were believing for. That's I've answered wild. everything. And I just thought, oh, nah, I said I was going to do 21 days. I better just keep going. So then I got to the seventh day. I just felt God said to me, and I've already answered everything that you were specifically asking for. I've, an- I've done it. I've done mm-hmm. it. Then after the seventh day, I thought, no, if I keep going, I'm just being religious. And then it just becomes a religious act where mm. I'm just fasting for the sake of it. I'm just going to stop. And so it took it took seven days for just crazy stuff. Yeah, there's that feeling. I don't know if I'd call it depression, but just just that feeling where I was so overwhelmed and I will just cry at the brink of anything, completely gone. I just said to my friend, it was like, there was just like this stickiness was just stuck to me that I couldn't get. Like, ad- it was just bad attitudes. That was the main thing. I just had really bad attitudes, hurt and pain that I just was like, I need to get rid of this. After seven days of fasting and praying, completely gone. Other things too, like just for some, I was believing for some good health outcomes that on like the seventh day, I went to a new doctor and it was just like an answered prayer, like a complete answered prayer. I cannot explain to you. Then uh, my husband, he applied for a job at the end of last year and I was just really praying, God, if this job's for him, you have it. At the end of, the month he got that job it was like finance increase yeah like just pretty much every area of my life improved from fast one of my friends youth pastor she's like can you come preach at our youth camp so then like that opportunity came up and for me that was such a I knew that that for me was an answer to mm-hmm. fasting, even though I didn't know that's what I was asking for. But it, it unlocked a door. So And we even, one of the days during the fast when Andrew and I were fasting and praying together, we actually literally prayed for your and I's podcast. Wow. We probably need to keep praying for the name. Yeah, we do. Please give us a name. <laughs> Maybe we need to run like a competition. What are we going to call this thing? Mm. If someone listens. But no, so that's really cool. So what... What scriptures did you 
like for me there was just a few like main scriptures that I really hang, hung on to through that what were some for you before I started it was Jesus always says so when you pray and fast mm. and I'd love to look like is that the Sermon on the Mount that Matthew yeah I think yeah, so around there. the way when Jesus talks about so when you pray and fast when you pray and fast it must be a common practice in the Jewish culture mm. for them to fast because why else would he say when you pray and fast mm. like like as if yeah that's just what you do mm. And he's pretty important to the Christian faith, so, you know, yeah, yeah. we should probably do what he says. <laughs> <laughs> really, for me, like, Psalms 23 Ooh, yeah. was really the thing that I just prayed over my life. I'm going to read it if you haven't heard it. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. So I stopped there when I was feeling hungry wow. and I was like, I have all that I need. God, yeah. you're all that I need. Everything I need, you have. He let me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Love that. Not honor to my name, honor to his to name. his name, yeah. When I walk through the darkest valleys, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unveiling love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Every time I read that, I'm like, surely surely <laughs> your goodness and unveiling love will pursue me i think when i read through psalm 23 it was just such a reminder that he renews my strength mm. you know to me when i think about my experience with fasting what it did was it just fixed my eyes on jesus it was like god it's all about you all about you my strength it comes from you it's all about bringing honor to your name even when i'm going through the hardest seasons of life i'm not going to be afraid because you're going to be with me probably like that season of fasting, when people ask me about it, I just said it really marked me. It completely changed my life. And everyone that I talk to, I'm like, girl, you need to get on fasting. You need to do it. It will change your life. <laughs> it will up your game. You believe me for something, get on it. I would it definitely just... fast again. Would you? 100%, yeah. yeah. And I think I loved that it was a, because we did it in January, it was like literally, okay, God, we've got a brand new year and yeah. we are giving you the very first part of it yeah. dedicated specifically to you. One of the big things that was like an over a theme of what I did pray a lot for was I need direction. I need to know yeah, what come do on. you want me to do. Yeah. There's like all these options. Which one do I pick? And the, the scripture I picked for that, well, the scripture I came across for that was Psalm 37, 23, and it says, the Lord directs the steps of the godly oh, and he delights on. in every detail of their lives. Yes. And I loved that because there were things on my list of, mm. of prayer points that I was like, is it okay to ask God for this? Is yeah. this being selfish? Um, it, it's easy to pray for the big ones. Lord, I want my family to know you. I yeah. want them saved. Like, yeah. Put people in their path who are going to mm. speak your life into their situation. Mm. That's easy to pray for. But when you're, you're down to things like, hey, I have this situation that I need you to move on. And it, it was, this is a, a different example. But when we wanted to have another baby, which my littlest one is Edie, we were... We were trying to decide, Lord, do we do this, whatever. And I was like, I need to find a scripture about this. And yeah. there's so many scriptural points and stories in the Bible where it talks about someone asking God for a child. Yeah. And do you remember in, it's in Genesis, obviously, but Rebecca is like, give me children or I'm going to die. Yeah. And I was like, girl, you're being a bit dramatic, but, but you, no. you can get to that yeah, point. Yeah, 100%. And so I was like, okay, that is my 
I found my spot. Look, if if she can die on that mountain, I'm willing to be like, Lord, you did it for her. You're going to yeah. do it for me. And that helped me. And then when I saw this and it says, he delights in every detail of their yeah. lives, that, that made it real to me that he does care about those little details. 100%. It's in his word. Yeah. Literally spelled out for you. So it's okay to pray about it. Yeah. I loved um, kind of what you're saying about direction. To some extent, I'm a planner. And so Uncle Rod, which is Renee's dad. <laughs> hello. It's a family. Uh, it's a family thing. It's a family affair. <laughs> to Renee's dad. I'm doing some ministry stuff with him. And I was like, Uncle Rod, you need to give me your dates for this, this, and this. You need to, like, what are we doing? And this was in January. Like, what are you doing? Hurry up and tell me so I can do <laughs> stuff. He just was really unfazed by those questions. And he said, no, we're just going to seek God and pray. I know God's going to do something major mm-hmm. this year. And that conversation really marked me because it really reminded me, no, 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 no. You can do all the planning you want. Actually, we just need to seek God. We need to seek God and let him tell us. Mm. I don't know, like that season of fasting really was. Yeah, I'm going to seek you first before I make my plans because I just want to do what you want me to do. Mm. I want to go where you want me to go. I will... I will definitely fast again because I've 100%. already started to see the results yeah. of that. And so we're, what, a month? This is only a month ago. That's crazy yeah. to me. It feels like a lifetime yeah. since we did this. Already I we've seen breakthroughs in 100%. our finances. Yeah, we've seen here. breakthroughs in just other other areas where mm. there's doors opened for ministry. There's, yeah, 100%. And, and it was like we've been waiting years for this to start to happen. Yeah, and then on. we fast and come within on. a month it's already kicking off. Like, yeah. And, and when I talk about increase, like stuff that has never happened in our careers. Yeah, crazy. Know, stuff that's never happened in come on. 20 years of work, opportunities that, yeah, you know, were, they looked like they would always be beyond our reach and now God's making it happen and yeah. making it available. And it's God. It's not yeah. us. And I think it's that faithfulness to yeah. do what his word says to do. Like yeah. like you said, when you pray, when you fast, and it's Jesus saying it. So if you're a Christian and you believe in God and you love Jesus, then you got to do what he says. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't easy. The first few days were horrendous. I did not give up coffee. I probably actually increased my coffee consumption. I'm not mm. going to lie. So I still had coffee during the day. Obviously, lots of water as well. The first few days were uncomfortable. Yeah. And then it, you started to get on a roll. Yeah. There was moments where, especially when you're, no, I don't want to pray for them yet because that's on Friday. Like, <laughs> No, I can't mess up my plan of who I'm praying for on which day. I'm just going to pray in tongues and then just pray in tongues and it's just... And just be led. It just unravels. The revelations I got were amazing. I found, like, I would be praying for the one specific thing and then I'd be like, all right, I just want to pray some more. So I'd start praying in tongues. And the Holy Spirit would just bring people or situations to my mind to pray for. And as you started to really pray for that and press in for that, it was like a, a new depth of prayer opened up. The and amount. Like, like you were talking about. Yeah. Like you just were it's overwhelmed just with oh just compassion for them or uh, their situation or whatever. I'm telling you, the amount of text messages people got in my world of like, hey, I just got a word from me you from god or (laughs) has really felt like i needed to pray for you yeah that's that's probably the one area that i didn't really think much of until i'm thinking about now is it really unlocked this like boldness in me to be unashamed about hey i'm gonna pray for you and this is yes i was praying for you and this is what i felt the lord said and sometimes like it was people that maybe i haven't spoken to for years and i'm like god these are this is i don't want to really want to say that because that's pretty 
major and if i say that it is wrong then i'm gonna look like a loony yeah fasting really really unlocked yeah you you tend to flow in that more like prophetic word of knowledge realm i guess but that actually did unlock even more of that for you yeah i got i'm still i'm over here with the little mind blown emoji because i genuinely didn't realize that this only the fast only ended a month ago yeah it's crazy do you know i feel like the year i I mean we're only in like i think next week's march i feel like we're in june but that's because what's happened it's sped up in such a short amount of time only god yeah imagine by december gosh man we're gonna have testimonies coming out of our ears yeah we'll have to share them oh we will for sure we will and if you want some crazy fasting praying believers to pray for you then definitely reach out to us yeah we'll figure out details for like socials and stuff to let you know how to do that yeah we're keen i haven't even told this to my husband yet but i'm actually thinking of fasting three days every month wow. because just the the depth it added to my relationship with God, mm. the amount of revelation of the word of God, when you're that keyed in and focused in yeah, mm. and, and all of that, like it just really, I'm like, Hey, this thing is a key. It unlocks something. I'm not going to sit here and waste it. Yeah. It's going to look, it's just, it's still something that's just kind of like brewing in my spirit, but yeah. I'm definitely thinking about like even just one weekend a month that that's the weekend that it's me and God and mm, love that. There's nothing wrong with spiritual discipline. No, not at all. Spiritual discipline is underrated. Mm. Preach. I had, you know, I had a conversation with my friend recently and I said, you can see people when they get up and preach, their message is amazing and what they're saying is amazing, but like it didn't shift anything. Yes. I know and then you, you get someone else get up. And their message might be really basic, but when they get up and preach, it's something shifts. And the only explanation I have for that is these people have been drenched in the Holy Spirit and they have unlocked something. They have, dare do I say, they have, like J-Pimkib, wrestled with God and it's left a mark on them. And that mark leaves a mark on other people in the room or who they're ministering to. If you, maybe you're like, oh, I want God to use me. And maybe maybe you're, um, you run a ministry and you're like, I just want that cutting, uh, cutting edge. It sounds so cheeseball, but you know what I mean. Then I would encourage you to get on spiritual discipline. Start by opening a Bible and start by fasting. Fasting really is you. It's almost like you wrestling with God and it can't help but mark you. God says, if you knock, what does he say? He'll open the door. Mm-hmm. If you knock, 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 he's going to open the door. And he's faithful. God doesn't give bad gifts and he looks after his children. So you can be rest assured that when the door opens, what's on the other side is good. Mm-hmm. Going back to your Psalm 23, it says, mm. he anoints my head with oil. My cups ru- cup runs over. Come on. So when you get in that anointing and you're, you've got it like all over you and then it's got to go somewhere because your cup's now running over yeah. and it's like, getting on everyone around you yeah that that actual presence of god that tangible yeah presence of god that you're carrying with you yeah that's that's what the difference that's the difference between two people who get up to minister yeah. one ministering out of that presence yeah and one ministering out of like a to do like this is your best option of how to do it and they yeah. could say the exact same words and have a completely different result yeah Mm. I also love too um, that it says when you fast, don't tell everyone. Yes. Like close the door in a world where we have social media and Instagram and flashy lights mm-hmm. and where the world is like, I'm going to tell you everything about my life on, on social media. 
it's actually a really beautiful thing once again it's a spiritual discipline to go i'm gonna do some inner work with god yeah and i'm gonna close the door and no one needs to know about it because this is between me and god it's not between me and the world yeah and did he have any has he said anything about any of his experiences with fasting no i haven't really asked him (laughs) i haven't asked him that's so funny no i haven't asked him i think it was so funny because he's like what you finished on day seven i was like yeah didn't want to tell you because you know wanted you to stay faithful with jesus (laughs) he's like oh okay he's like oh that's why there was no whatever left in the fridge yeah because i ate it during lunchtime (laughs) while you were fasting (laughs) we um, it was so funny because we just finished our 21 days and then literally the next sunday we walked into church and there was all these little flyers on each seat saying that the church was going to fast during February. Oh, bless. <laughs> bless. And the look on mine and my husband's face. Like, <laughs> really? <laughs> Sorry, Lord. <clears throat> Sorry, Lord. It was it was good, though. But Oh, and then, so. I'm pretty sure me and Pete celebrated once we'd done it. We went to KFC. Oh, look. <laughs> we yeah so bad so bad we we did have a bit of a binge at the end like, so not healthy but not the first day because like the first oh, couple yeah. of days i was like i can't eat that it's too much food yeah. second day i'm like lord <laughs> work on my gluttonous heart <laughs> <laughs> i gotta fast again oh, oh no but oh. um <clears throat> oh i was gonna say something about that and now i've forgotten it oh i know this whole soul fast thing. There was like ma- major controversy with my husband and I. Not between us. Oh, just, tell us. Tell us the marriage goss. Oh, it was it was hilarious because one of the things, and I, I'm not going to put people's names out there, but someone had brought up like this um, concept of a soul fast. What the heck is that? And they were like, you can fast your Nintendo and your PlayStation or your phone or your screen. Wait, let's hold up. If you're... If you're in a youth group and you're like, and and maybe your parents don't want you to do a fast, that's a really good option for you. I, but would, it, I would put that in the spiritual discipline category. Yeah, same That's here. where I landed yeah, on Yeah, but don't, um, if your parents... If you're under 18 and not allowed to make the decision for yourself, listen to obey your, your parents. Obey your parents because <laughs> they can smack you over the head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so this was, it was presented in a certain forum as an option and I was like, yeah, no, nah, that's not for me. But I didn't get kind of like bent out of shape about it. But mm. my husband was still thinking about it like three or four days later. And he was he was really like, no, this isn't a thing. It's not in the Bible. I can't find it. And so kind of where we landed was like, <laughs> well, look. We have to get a bond. If, if nothing else, it would be what we would consider to be extra biblical. So it would fall in like, no, it's not in the Bible. But there's also not like cars and things in the bible like the technology and the things we have today aren't Mm. in the bible Mm. when you do study out fasting the word that they use that i'm not even going to try and pronounce because that's not something come on go i'm at yet but it means to cover your mouth oh oh so i'm like that's a pretty clear picture of what Mm. we're talking about with fasting without being judgmental the whole concept of a soul fast i personally everyone else is entitled to their own you know, position on it. But it's our podcast, so we can say what we yeah, want. Yeah, I can say what I want. I think it's garbage. I think that it's it, it's probably a good spiritual discipline, but I don't think it's fasting because I think fasting is not eating yeah. food. Look, let's be honest. When we say the word fast to someone who isn't... Who isn't oh, just like a random at yeah, the gym just, or something. Yeah, just a random. 
they don't they don't automatically go oh you're just giving up something they in their heads go food yeah so absolutely. like even if the world goes food then i think it's food we need a mm-hmm. yeah yeah any, anyhow so that was one of the things that i i had it was like just this funny little little thing that happened and there was a lot of conversation at home about it and it wasn't like a we yeah. weren't arguing each other we were just like yeah. yeah well this is what we think and then we went on a bit of a I think a the only verse up. that Pete was like I don't know the disciples were praying for someone and then they're like oh in Mark yeah Mark, and they couldn't cast out the cast devil. A demon yeah. and he's like oh it's because you didn't do this anyway they my only come out by prayer and fasting look, my husband what? is a, my husband is a he likes to study mm-hmm. <laughs> he dies on the hill of no, that verse is taken out of context. <laughs> if you read through it properly and go back to the original text, it's not what it says. But I'm all for fasting, but people should not use that as their main verse. <laughs> so that's probably the only fasting conversation we have. That's so funny, though, because he can take that argument up with Jesus because Jesus is the one that said it. I know, but I was, I think he's just like, because some, anyway, we won't even go out of this question. Maybe funny. we should, you know what we should do one day? We should have the boys on the podcast do their and version. we should just talk about all controversial things yes. and get them fired up oh, to be like be so funny. we should just get a stick and poke them <laughs> that would poke the bear <laughs> no we should poke the bear and see what comes out because i love it i think it would be quite beneficial oh my goodness and also just great pre-marriage counseling for um <laughs> <laughs> for anyone who's like about to get married this is what it looks like a good 10 years in oh my god <laughs> Fantastic. Cool. All Do right. you want to pray for yeah, everyone? Sure. Well, we just thank you for everyone listening to this podcast and those who are in their households. And we just pray, Lord, that you would bless them, God, that they would know you in a new way as they fast, Lord, that as they fast, you would speak to them, that you would strengthen their spirit, that, that you would become their main focus, that they would keep the eyes on the prize, which is you, Jesus. And we just thank you for what you're doing. We pray, Lord, your kingdom come. And hey, if you're listening to this and you don't have a relationship with Jesus, now is your time, friend. So why don't you say, Lord, come into my life right now. I'm sorry for the way that I've been living, but I want you in my life. I want to live a new life. Um, If you prayed that right now, congratulations. That's amazing. Welcome to the the family. (laughs) We're really excited that you're... You made that decision. We'd love to get a Bible into your hands if you don't have one. So just let us know down below and we can send that to you. For everyone else, thank you for listening. Like this, subscribe, share, tell your grandmother. And hey, why don't you um, today tell someone else about fasting? Yeah, start a conversation. Start a conversation. And why don't you join up together and go, hey, I want to fast. Why don't we do it together? And test it. See what happens. Test and see. And you better believe the Lord will be good. Amen. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.